You're listening to 30 Minute Expert. I'm Katie. And I'm Zach. Every episode, I challenge Zach to become an expert on a totally random topic. And if that's not hard enough, I only have 30 minutes to do it. We want to prove that no matter who you are, or how much education you have, with a little help from the internet, anyone can become an expert on any topic in the world. How's your coffee? Oh, it's great. I just reheated it. Nice. Added a little more coffee, a little more cream. Mm-hmm. It's the weekend for us, so. Which means I get a little sprinkle of sugar in there. Uh-huh. <laughs> We're in business. What a life. We're only allowed to have sugar on the weekends. <laughs> uh, you're you're a fan of the Beach Boys, right? Oh, I love the Beach Boys. Cool. Uh, you know the song Kokomo? Yes. Where they, you know, mention all those places that yeah, they, that all they the want places. to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They sound fun. I mean, would you would you go to Kokomo? Totally. Would you go to the Bahamas? Totally. You know where I wouldn't go? Where? Bermuda. You know why? Why? Because if you fly there, your plane is going to crash into the sea. Oh, dang. I see because where this is going. of the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah. I was like, or so I've they say. been to Bermuda and excuse you. You have? Yeah, I remember. That's like the one Caribbean place that I've been. I went with my parents when when I was young. I was going to say when we were young. They weren't as young as I was. They were younger, for yes. sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, this is... What the heck? Okay. Well, you can still do this episode. Oh, no. I want to know great. about the Bermuda Triangle. I feel like that was one of those things where growing up, that was at the forefront of my mind. Yeah. It was like that was one of the top three ways I was going to die was flying <laughs> through the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah. Um, and I never ever hear about it anymore. Yeah, but I assume because it's go. been like debunked. But what, what what was going on? What is going on? How like how many planes have been lost there? Yeah, maybe none. I have no idea. But it very much was a part of the culture. I feel like in the late nineties, like everyone everyone was worried about it. Yeah, everyone was concerned. I yeah. wonder if that was the heyday of it, or if that was a resurgence. <laughs> I don't. So know. I'm looking forward to to getting to the bottom of all of this. Yeah, me too. Honestly, me too. This is going to be a fun one. I think this is yeah. This is um. This is a good episode. It's fun to do these like a little bit conspiracy theory ones. Also, it kind of takes the pressure off because it's like, what are you going to do? Tell me I'm wrong about the Bermuda Triangle. Everyone's wrong. Exactly, yeah. (laughs) You can't really mess this one up. Yeah, exactly. All right, cool. I'm honestly very excited for this one. It's going to be fun. Come on, pretty mama. Teach us. (laughs) Oh, maybe. Oh, no, we can't play any Beach Boys. We'll get sued. No, we can. We can play up to 15 seconds. Also, we can probably play as much as we want because we're just talking about how many listeners we have. Yeah. I don't think it's enough to get sued. (laughs) Unless any of them are very litigious, in which case, just call me. We'll work it Again, like, I never want to pretend that I know it all. I learned everything. But I feel more comfortable about something like this because, um, as I, I think we said in the intro, something about how 
who's really going to yell at me that I got things wrong about this one because it's just a made-up thing. Like, yeah. everyone's wrong about it, so no one can be bad at me. But anyway, the point is, uh, I feel like I, I really found what's out there on the internet about the Bermuda Triangle right now. And it didn't take that long. <laughs> okay. Great. I love it. Yeah. Cool. So do you want to know, you and the listeners, want to know what the Bermuda Triangle is? Yes, I do. Yeah, because I guess we didn't really address that in the opening. No, we Maybe didn't. you've never heard of the Bermuda Triangle. You know what's funny? I really didn't know. I mean, I, I had an idea of what it was, but I didn't have a very clear idea at all. Uh, just to be clear, I didn't mean you. I meant someone listening. I assumed you meant the universal you, but yeah. I took it personally as well. Uh, so the Bermuda Triangle is a so it's a section of the Atlantic Ocean and it's a triangular section if you draw a line that connects Bermuda to the southern tip of Florida so like Miami Florida okay. and then uh Puerto Rico so if you draw a line from Bermuda to Florida Bermuda to Puerto Rico and then Puerto Rico mm-hmm. to Florida it forms it lo- it's like almost a perfectly equilateral triangle and okay, that so Ber- is the Bermuda I, Triangle. I, I didn't really. Sorry to cut you off. I didn't really. I didn't realize that Bermuda was that far south. I thought it was a little further. Ber- north. It definitely goes. North. I thought I, for some reason I remember looking it up once mm-hmm. and being like, "Oh, it's that far north." I had thought it was it is way fur- south. It is but further north. Is than it off of, off of like South Carolina or Georgia? I mean, I like if you remember. draw a straight. You I know, don't. Line. Yeah, but probably based on okay. what I saw. Yeah, it's definitely north. Okay, but it still forms a, a per, almost perfect triangle when Got you it. draw those lines. Um, so, so that's the area. It's roughly five hundred thousand square miles, depending wow. on who you talk that's to. It's bigger gigantic. or smaller. Yeah, it's pretty big, and it's just ocean. I mean, I say it's just ocean. I think there's like islands peppered in there a little bit. But it's mostly just Yeah, ocean. probably barely. Yes. So, Wait, why does it differ? Do some people give a different definition to those points that you mapped so. out? Otherwise, yeah. it's like... Yeah, I think some people what's the argument? give it a bigger, wider swath. Okay. So They're just trying to fit in more plane crashes that happen to have gone down in that area. Literally. Yeah. No, that's honestly why. That's I believe exactly it. what they're doing. So uh, this area, the one that I'm talking about, the slightly smaller one... Uh, more than 50 ships and 20 airplanes are said to have mysteriously disappeared within that triangle. That's a lot. And you know what's weird? I didn't even consider ships. But it's like, oh, yeah. obviously ships, ships have been going deal. back and forth in that area way, way, way longer than planes have. But yeah. I've only thought of plane crashes. But ships going down. Wow. Ships, for I feel sure. like uh, I'm having a revelation right yeah. now. Yeah, so I knew that it. This is what I kind of thought. I knew it was an area near Bermuda. I guess I assumed it was a triangle because of the name. And then I knew that it was like, oh, things get lost in there or something. But I really never gave it much more thought than that. But yeah, definitely, there's a there's a good handful of ships and planes that have gotten lost there. I mean, that's a lot of loss in mm-hmm. one area, it, but it's also a very large area. I would assume. Mm-hmm. It just happens to be, I say that tongue-in-cheek, a very high traffic area. It you is. know, like these are just factors that yes. lead into like, yeah, that's yeah. where accidents are going so to we'll, happen. So, yeah, we'll talk about that a little later. Um, so, basically, quote-unquote unexplained circumstances have surrounded some of these accidents 
maybe a lot of them, maybe not that many, whatever you want to say. Um, and so a lot of theories have been proposed as to why this area has a preponderance of accidents. Can I just say, Yeah, I know so far we are more or less uh, brushing off the whole idea of it being some paranormal... Oh, I'm not brushing it off. I just haven't gotten there. Oh, okay. No, well, I guess I wasn't trying to say that you weren't going to get to that. Uh-oh. But what I was going to say is, when you do get to that, play it up. Because I want oh, to I hear the stuff that is I'm, like, yeah, that is crazy. I'm going to. I'm as going much as we're trying it. to just explain it away to be like, well, oh, it's nothing. Is, this is my take on this whole subject, which I was kind of going to say at the end, but I'll say now, is... So, as I'll get into it, there are explanations to explain away and justify these accidents, in- including what you said, which is this is a very high traffic area, and it's a big area. And so, really, what I've read and what, you know, the the government says and everyone basically says now is if you just look at the amount of traffic in that area and the, and the expanse of the area, there's no more... Uh, you know, unusual circumstances there than anywhere else. Like, it's it's equivalent to the amount of lost right. planes and ships that there are everywhere. Um, so it's, it's really not unique at all. But I just think that anytime you have... There are a few circumstances that are kind of weird that we'll talk about. And then I, I just find, like, why not just have fun with life sometimes? Like, I know these are tragedies, and so it's not, not to make light of it, but... Why not? Why not just talk about the you know crazy things that it could be? I agree. Yeah. So that's how I feel. About yeah. I it. mean, maybe not immediately after no, a disaster, but, but you know, like when you're looking at the larger picture of the ball going yeah. down there. Yeah. It is. I agree. It's fun to think that it's something. Yeah. It's just like creative. It's there. more exciting and creative than just being like, nope, it's because of air patterns or something like that. Yeah. You know? So anyway, so. Um, Let's see. Yeah, it's it's among the most heavily trafficked shipping lanes in the world. So it's wow. really okay. And if you think about its location, it kind of makes sense, right? Any like I coming guess so. from a lot of yeah. different spots could be coming in there, big ports and stuff. So so it, it makes sense. So the the term the Bermuda Triangle was first coined uh, by an American author named Vincent Gaddis in 1964. He wrote an article in a magazine and he referred to this area as the Bermuda Triangle. So that was the first time we ever ran into that term. Okay. Uh, and then in 1974, so this is 10 years later, this is like the big, big moment um, a man named Charles Berlitz wrote a best-selling book called The Bermuda Triangle. And he had a strong interest in the paranormal. He believed Atlantis was real. He believed it was connected yeah, to the Bermuda Triangle. we did an episode Triangle. about Atlantis. Yeah, Atlantis like totally figures in here. Yeah. Um, and so... He wrote this book about it. Was it sorry? Was it just about the? I know yeah, it, was it was titled that, that. but but did he touch? It wasn't like, like the last episode where it's the guy who thought his wife was a hat. But it's a book of a lot, you know, oh, a lot of different cases. I don't this think was so. just straight up a book about the Bermuda Triangle. I think so, okay. as far as I could tell. I guess the title would suggest. Yeah, that. <laughs> exactly. Why are you asking Stupid me this? Stupid question. Um, so yeah, so that was like kind of the defining moment for culture, right? Where everyone embraced this term. Yeah, and basically was the jumping off point of people being like. Oh, this is a crazy wild spot. Like, yeah, yeah. There's weird stuff going on here. It's it's basically attributed to this dude, Charles Berlitz. 
Um, but the first, so this is kind of weird. There's this incident that is cited as like the inciting incident for the Bermuda Triangle novelty that it is Mm -hmm. and it happened in 1945 which is not that long before that guy coined the term and not that long before this book about the bermuda triangle but then there's like another really famous incident that happened way longer ago so it's kind of weird i don't know why this one is is the inciting one but anyway i'm gonna start with this one i mean i guess it would stand to reason that there must be a pattern forming before somebody would even yeah. Have their attention drawn to that area. Yeah, that, you know? that might be true. Maybe that's it. I mean, the first one in 1940, the first ever crash yeah. ship, you know, sinking to happen that in that area well, wouldn't draw all of the speculation as to, like, there's yeah, something weird going it on, might right? Be, it might be a buildup, uh-huh. I suppose. So, but let's talk about this incident this in 1945. Is, okay, cool. So, five Navy bombers carrying 14 men total... Uh, took so, off. So these are planes, right? Planes, okay. planes, yeah. Took off from Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and they were doing like practice bombing over the ocean. I guess. I wonder cool. if we still do stuff like that. This seems very un- environmentally unfriendly. I don't know. That's a good question. Also, like, just maybe like we don't need to bomb people, so we don't need to practice. Whatever. Different topic. Anyway, this mission was called Flight Nineteen. Um, so he, so the guy who led the mission, his name was Charles Taylor. Uh, he also, got, didn't you get enough practice in World War II? Like, this was 1945? I, I don't know. They got to keep I feel like you guys would be up. pretty brushed up on your bombing. I know, right? Enough practicing bombing. <laughs> but so, the man who led the mission, Lieutenant Charles Taylor, he got very lost. They took off from Florida and he got severely lost. He was heard over his radio saying, nothing seems right. We don't know where we are. The water is green. No white. These five planes then... That's scary. Yeah. They proceeded to fly aimlessly until they ran out of fuel and were forced to ditch at sea, meaning they just... All five of them. Crashed. Yeah. Because he was the leader and none of them knew where they were. Right. But it's like, okay, if one plane's instrument went out, the the compass, whatever navigation they use, it's like, you're in the middle of the ocean. There's nothing to look at to orient yourself. So like it's conceivable that if that happens with a plane you do totally get lost if you don't know what direction you're going but you would think well that must not be the case because there were four other planes with them that could have been like oh i know where well, what no. direction we're yeah, heading clearly so it was something did. yeah that's so weird lost. so um and then that same day a rescue plane and its 13 man crew also disappeared and so the it was a massive weeks long search um conducted by the navy and they didn't find anything. The Navy report declared, this is what they said. They said it was as if they had flown to Mars. They oh, couldn't weird. find, yeah, they couldn't find anything. And they eventually uh, recorded the incident as, quote unquote, cause unknown. So and, at this point, we're talking about six planes in the span of a mm-hmm. week, or probably in the span of a of day, day, but like in a search yeah. that lasted for a week, six yes. planes and 30 people. Yes. And, they, and to this day, nothing has ever been found of them. That is very weird. Yeah, right? It's very weird. So you can kind of see how that would be like the kickoff incident, I suppose. Um, Very weird. We will touch back to that incident in a bit. Oh, fun. But so now let's talk about some older incidents. Um, Some scholars think that William Shakespeare's play, The Tempest, 
is based on a real life shipwreck in that area. I, I don't, okay, that's fascinating. I don't know the first <laughs> thing about the Tempest, so can you fill us in on like what it's about? How would that relate? No, I cannot. Oh, Aside you don't know about that, it either. I'm assuming it's about a storm because oh, okay. it's a tempest. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, well we're <laughs> no, on the same page. I really, I'm not familiar no with idea. the tempest, but so that was so. But the point that's is, really weird, though. Why? What's the? Sorry, I'm sure you're about <laughs> to say, but what's the connection they make to the Bermuda Triangle to that area? Well, they just think it was based on a shipwreck that happened in that area. Oh, okay. So I guess that's the people connection. were going to Florida at that. Yeah, time. Yeah, I get or like I don't know, going to that area and then shipwrecking. Yeah, and not getting anywhere. I don't know. Um, Christopher Columbus, our who good friend, exactly. Um, he sailed through the area on his first voyage to the quote unquote New World, and he reported that when he was there, he saw a great flame of fire crash into the sea one night and that a strange light appeared in the distance a few weeks later and he wrote about erratic compass readings now take everything this dude says with a grain of salt first of all but yeah weirdness right definitely um again we'll touch back on that later then this is the incident I was referring to before. This is like this is a really really famous incident in 1918. The USS Cyclops, which was a 542 foot long Navy cargo ship, it had over 300 men and 10,000 tons of manganese ore on board. So 300 people are on board this ship, uh-huh. and it sank. Somewhere between Barbados and the Chesapeake Bay, which is like um, an estuary coming into Maryland. Yeah. And the Cyclops never sent out an SOS call, never sent out a distress call. That's really weird. Even though they had equipment to do so. And an extensive search found no wreckage. And Woodrow Wilson, who who was president at the time, said, only God and the sea know what happened to the great ship. And that was the single largest loss of life in the history of the U.S. Navy not related to combat. Okay. Uh, right? Yeah. That's, so to this day, they've never discovered a trace no. of that ship? No one's found it. And then in 1941. Okay, that's, yeah, that's crazy. In 1941, the, Cyclo- the USS Cyclops uh-huh. had two sister ships. Pulled into port in Chesapeake Bay. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but their sister ships vanished. Along the same route in 1941. That's really weird. Yes. I, I okay. don't know what to make of this. Good. I gotta so be I honest. I hope I'm like getting you guys sufficiently jazzed. You are. I mean, about... I, I, I wish I had more to say, but I'm I I'm kind of speechless. It's like Great. I don't know what to make of this at, at this point. You when we're talking yeah. about like civilian planes or you know like smaller planes and. Mm-hmm. civilian boats if you will that go down without a trace and it's like it's in those cases it's easy to attribute it to like yeah they got they sunk their yeah. boat they got shipwrecked the storm took them out the mm-hmm. storm crashed their plane whatever like sad unfortunate mm-hmm. fairly rare but these things do happen mm-hmm. but when it's navy ships carrying hundreds of people with with the most advanced equipment in the world every possible resource available on earth on earth at the time to put out a distress call and there's nothing that yeah that's really weird so although to be clear you said between uh barbados and the chesapeake bay mm -hmm. i mean 
that's a much bigger area than the Bermuda Triangle, right? That that, yes. that includes a lot of ocean that's not within the Bermuda Triangle, yes, just so we're does. being clear. Yes, but I think maybe that span is so big just because they're like, well, we don't know where it was. It could, I guess, yeah, you know? if it was leaving from here, coming yeah, to here. Yeah, they're and just it like, it was it. somewhere yeah. in there. We don't know. So let's talk about some of the fun theories, conspiracy theories that people have about the Bermuda Triangle. Please. So it's never quite as fun as you want because I think that's kind of the nature of it where it's like, (laughs) I mean, I'm sure I could read some book, maybe if I even read that, their Bermuda Triangle book, or I'm sure there's like dudes out there writing books about it right now that would be like really exciting and entertaining. But then when you read them just online and in this kind of context that I was, it's like, okay, yeah, that could be, I don't know, you <laughs> know? None of them were too compelling. <laughs> yeah, so, like, the first one is Atlantis. That that guy is very into Atlantis. If pe- people believe... What does believe, that have to do with... They believe that Atlantis is real and that where Atlantis is is located in that area under the sea in the Bermuda Triangle. And, lit- like, I read stuff that was, like, they have technology and oh, so they, they think it's still like a crystals bustling that they metropolis. Are shooting off and capturing the the planes and the ships and sinking them. I don't so, buy yeah. it. So yeah, I so there you go. So that's that's, <laughs> that's number okay, one. That's like one. Atlantis. Yeah. <laughs> um, number two. This one I really like, but it doesn't go anywhere. Okay. So number two is there's a time warp slash rift in the space time continuum. In the Bermuda Triangle, which, like, for me, I'm, like, all on board. Let's do it. But that's it. <laughs> You're, like, there's no explanation of why there or right. anything. It's, that's all. It's, like but that, it's still a really fun idea. It, it's it's interesting, but it's, yeah. like, okay, well, those aren't known to exist anywhere. So yeah. to attribute this to that is, mm-hmm. like, that's just, that's fiction at this point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's fun. But, but I fun. mean, all this vanishing without a trace. Now, Sorry. Mm. Keep your place in your list, but question. So far, we've only talked about wrecks that have left no trace. Are mm-hmm. there plenty of examples of planes going down, boats sinking, where they, they do find these people, and it's still unexplained how or why they went down, but they know. do find them? Or, or is the theme of the Bermuda Triangle that when you go down, like you're never to be seen again? Because I didn't really um, think about that. I just thought it's a place where people crash a lot. I don't know. I'm I'm sure they have found some of that. And even I read at one point, like in in accounts of some wreck or something there, they they definitely do find some of them because one said that it was the ship um, when people finally found the ship. Everyone was gone except the captain who was sitting clutching his coffee cup at the table. Or <laughs> Wait, so, you know, sorry, which one was this? Just some some other oh, okay, ship just a different incident. One. And then, but the thing is, like, well, that wait, wasn't what the, what true. Say? It, none of that was true. <laughs> that's like part of the issue here. Is like, oh yeah, that's a really cool story, but in the end, it's like not true. Maybe so. it is that tiny little tear in the. In the space-time continuum, yeah. yeah. And maybe it's just literally a microscopic point that all of these people yeah. have happened to pass through. Who knows? I mean, I like that. That's probably my favorite um, of the mm-hmm. of the of the conspiracy theories. There's really only one more, and it's probably the most obvious one. What does all conspiracy theorists think about aliens? Yeah, aliens. Oh, okay. So <laughs> it's that aliens, and it goes both ways. It's either aliens 
And apparently there are UFO sightings out there a lot. Like people, you know, seeing stuff and being like, that was a UFO. But who knows? That happens kind of frequently, I think. I think there's UFO sightings everywhere. It's all probably the time. always people seeing like a plane actively crashing and they're like, yeah. oh my God, that's a UFO. And right. then they're like, nah, we're not going to look for a plane right, to crash because yeah. that was just a UFO. Um, yeah, it could be. But uh, so people see UFOs, so they think it's a hot spot for abductions and then other people think that the aliens actually have underwater bases i've heard of that not in the bermuda triangle but i've heard that like i I guess we're calling it a conspiracy theory that aliens (laughs) i guess oh i mean like (laughs) yeah i don't i don't i guess are aliens a conspiracy i know that's what i also thought about all this i was like well, no, they are conspiracy. I don't theories. mean. I don't mean. Are they a conspiracy? Because it's like obvious that they're real. I just mean like, is that? I don't know. When I think of conspiracy theories, I think of more things like nine eleven. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Like, but either yeah. way, I, I have heard the idea that like, oh no, aliens have bases under the ocean. Really? Yeah, I've not heard that until today, and I was pretty perturbed by it. Yeah, it's not comfortable. <laughs> no. So yeah. So either way, from above, from below, it might be the aliens. So these are really the three big um, explanations that aren't necessarily grounded in reality, let's say. I would say so. Okay, great. So um, let's move on to the big, the, the big debunking of the Bermuda Triangle occurred in uh, 1975, which is one year after that book came out. Yeah. Basically, it's just another quick. book came out by a different guy who read that book and who just kind of went through it and was like, this is nonsense, you know, as people as people do. He went through and he said that the author, Berlitz, of that other book, of the Bermuda Triangle, he played up disappearances when, if you really looked into it, you could easily find an explanation for it. So this it. was a straight up answer to his yes. book. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, he said that this guy literally, like, didn't follow up on stuff like maybe a ship was reported having disappeared one day and he wrote about that but then it turns out three days later the ship came in that's why you got to be careful when you listen to these sorts of yeah yeah crackpot ideas because it's like you you take them for word but this guy didn't right. follow up three days later when the ship came yeah. in. And yeah, there's all sorts of things like and that. And also, like, back what you said in the beginning, um, a lot of the incidents this guy referenced didn't happen within the bounds of the Bermuda Triangle. So yeah. then it makes it like, well, then the whole world is a is an alien hotspot. So, so, yeah. So that was kind of a turning point. I mean, I think... Something like that, that catches fire the way it has, that we all know about it, there's nothing you can do. You can put out a book the next year saying this is all nonsense, and it doesn't matter. It's already attracted everyone who's going to be attracted to it. We're already all excited about it, and so we don't care that it's not true. We're just going to jump up and down about it for a while. Right. So now let's get into some of the maybe truth and start with some explanations of those incidents that I cited, the two big ones, the the two Navy ones, really. Okay. So I thought this was, like, crazy. Uh, So the disappearance of Charles Taylor, who was that lieutenant who they lost all the... In the planes? Yeah, in the practice bombing. So they, when they investigated, the Navy found out that the, the weather changed and it got really dark and he just navigated the planes to the wrong location because it was really dark and he like couldn't see where he was going 
Also, that guy, Charles Taylor, had a history of getting lost while he was flying. Oh, dear. Twice he needed to be rescued while he was in the Pacific Ocean. So, and then all of the guys with him were trainees, so they weren't that great at navigating either. They weren't probably properly taught yet. I mean, no offense to this guy, but that seems like uh, we need to... I mean, too late now, but maybe his, I don't know, license should have been revoked? Yeah, I don't know how that works, but... Wait, so, sorry, um, you said that they had concluded that it got really dark and stormy or whatever, yeah, and, mm-hmm. or the weather had changed. Yeah. How did they come to that conclusion? I think, just like, by, like, right following... away, the Navy was just like, well, let's look into what the weather was like. Oh, it got really bad and dark Oh, okay, so there was never, I mean, they looked, they searched for them, obviously, as you would, but there was never yeah. a time where the Navy was really like, oh my god, Well, let me let me continue. Happen? Okay. So, also, those aircraft were known to sink in as little as 45 seconds if they landed in the water. So, Oh, well, then come on. How are right. you ever going to find them? Exactly. Exactly. And then, oft, like, apparently, even nowadays, if an aircraft sinks in the ocean, obviously, it's incredibly rare. But if that happens, you don't find it. Like, the ocean is massive. It's not uncommon to not find something that sinks in the middle of the ocean like that. Yeah, especially when, you when don't there's... don't know where it Yeah, you have no idea where it went down. So, apparently, there is, like, this thing going on on this website that I read that um, Charles Taylor's mother, uh, she didn't want her son to be blamed for the disappearance. So, she basically, like, told the Navy, if you can't find a definitive reason you can't find the aircraft like you can't say what happened and so out of respect for him the navy determined it cause unknown so that was maybe if this is all if this story is correct that was in deference to this man trying to show respect for him but by labeling it in that way and by treating it the way they did you know, it just builds up so much intrigue. It makes people feel like, of course, Whoa, yeah, you're like fueling the, the conspiracy yeah. aspect of this. But actually, there's an explanation right yeah. there. Um, then for 1918, all those big ships that sunk, uh, the explanation for that one really is just that all of those ships were transporting heavy metallic ore. Remember, I said it was like manganese, manganese ore, yeah. and literally, it was just like the cargo was much denser than the ship was built to be able to support and so it probably just sank for that reason which is horrible but it's like okay that yeah makes sense. it's an explanation mm-hmm. it's a definitely an oversight so like um, nowadays that's considered the most li- likely cause of sinking for all of you those said it vessels. was 300 tons i don't remember manganese? maybe no, uh, 10,000 tons. Oh, 10,000? Yeah. See, that sounds like too much, right? Too much for, for to one To me, ship. it certainly <laughs> does, but I have no idea. But yeah, yeah that sounds like really a whole lot. Yeah, so now let's talk about the explanations for why this might be happening. So really, environmental explanations, environmental causes could probably explain almost everything. So, um... Number one, which we we all kind of know, especially if you live in the United States or in this area, part of the world, uh, that part, that area in particular, is 
prone to hurricanes and tropical storms. There's a lot of big storms there. Unfortunately, they can arise very quickly and kind of pop up out of nowhere and be very, very, very violent. Is there any sort of pattern of what month these accidents tend to happen or what season? Not that I saw. Okay. I don't know. But but that could be that could be an explanation. Like that yeah, could account I mean, for everything almost. Y- yeah. Uh well I don't think hurricanes really happen outside of their season. Yeah, but but, but even but that storms in just Storms in for general. sure. And even if it's um even if we're only talking about hurricanes, it's like that could easily account for a quarter of these, you know, also, given like the season of the hurricanes being from hurricanes only happen in their late, season summer, early as fall. far as we care on land, but who knows what it's like in because you know how hurricanes like lose power very, very even though they're incredibly powerful on land, they're way more powerful over over the water. They're yeah. actively losing energy when they come over land. So who knows? Maybe there's like Maybe I, I don't think a, they happen year round. M- maybe they do. You could be right, but I'm pretty sure that they are basically held to their season of mid late summer into like the early fall. Um, well, but you could be right. Who knows? All I'm saying either way, is who knows either way, storms the happen there all yeah, the time. Storms for and sure. there's and so apparently there's a Gulf Stream there, and that can cause rapid, sometimes violent changes in weather. Just because I think the temperature difference Mm -hmm. in water. Um, Also, there's a large number of islands in the Caribbean, small little islands. And so that creates many areas of randomly all of a sudden shallow water. Like if you're coming up to an island, then the water is not deep anymore. And so that could be kind of treacherous for ships to navigate. Oh, for ships. I was thinking planes. I was like, how does that factor in? Yeah. Um, And then this is really interesting. So there's some evidence that suggests that the Bermuda Triangle is one, everywhere said it's one of two places on Earth. I didn't see the other place, but one of two places on Earth at at which a magnetic compass points toward true north instead of magnetic north. So... This is confusing. Yeah, I don't, I don't know understand the difference it. between the two. I mean, I guess it could be like, I, I, I don't know. I don't want to pretend I know what it's talking about. But basically, that could mess you up if your compass is all of a sudden like acting weird and then pointing in a direction that is not correct as far as our maps and everything are concerned. So um, it's I wrote down the difference between magnetic north and true north is known as a compass variation. and um, And so that could cause, you know... Uh, remember when Columbus said that he saw his compass was acting weird? There oh, were fluctuations yeah, with yeah. the compass. That could explain that. Okay. Now, um, apparently the Navy has debunked this idea. They say this is inaccurate. It's not true. It says, although in the past this compass variation did affect that region, due to fluctuations in the Earth's magnetic field, that has not been the case since the 19th century. So, so they are saying like yes. Wait, it, sorry, it that's did what happen. the Navy said, or the Navy debunked that statement. No, no, that's what the Navy said. Oh, okay. That's what they're holding. Okay, so they said that is true of that region, but not since we've been sailing yeah. ships through there. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, essentially. But it could hold for Columbus. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, so that's you know, and that's just like a, a freaky deaky thing, right? Yeah, like, and, that's and it does weird. sound like there's a nugget of truth in that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's why when. They're like, it's been inaccurately claimed that this happens. And they're like, 
it just hasn't happened in a while. <laughs> I'm like, well, it did happen at one point. But um, so another popular theory is that um, the ships, at least, even planes actually, even planes were taken down by rogue waves, which are massive waves that can reach heights of up to 100 feet. So Whoa. if it's 100 feet, it could destroy evidence of a ship or an airplane. It could even, you yeah, know, that would depending just, like, on what the plane is doing. Down. It would, yeah, yeah, it could it could take a plane down. So, um, and because of it's, it's a pretty low flying plane. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> who knows? But uh, but it can um, because the Bermuda Triangle is in this area where like a lot of storm paths converge. Uh, it it could be likely that rogue waves happen there essentially. Okay, because they're obviously not super uh, common. Yeah, but, but I, that could be feet an explanation. Is insane. Yeah, it's it's like the most terrifying thing I could ever. Honestly, think of. oh my gosh. Yeah, it's horrible. Um, and so this this environmental factor doesn't really explain why the ships and planes would go down, but can explain why you can't find them. Uh, the Bermuda Triangle, parts of it are actually one of the deepest spots on Earth. So, the, Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm, it goes from, like, it says it goes from a gently sloping continental shelf to an extremely deep drop-off. And some of the deepest Ugh, trenches scary. I don't yeah, like that. in the world are found there. So that's why it's like, well, if you do sink there, it could make sense that, like, you're going to go down to a spot where, like, no one's ever going to yeah, find Yeah, even you. if people are kind of searching the yes. ocean floor, which... I don't think they really well certainly not back then but even now I don't know how much effort yeah. they spend doing that but if you're yeah. that deep you're right. yeah, it's slim like, chance you're going to get happen. discovered yeah um, this also what's it matter at that point like I know toast. unfortunately yeah, yeah. Uh, and then this last one is like really uh, weird and it and it's and it's kind of like a conspiracy theory of a environmental factor like this is true what i'm about to say but the idea that this would really happen i saw debated um so in that area there are large concentrations of methane gas trapped in the ocean floor due to decomposing organisms basically so for some reason in that particular area there's lots of big like however you want to say pockets of methane uh-huh. gas well i guess trapped. those deep ravines that you just described it could be like part of that standard reason know. that they would be there so if one of them ruptures farted yeah if one of them does a gigantic ocean floor fart <laughs> um the gas can surge up to the uh, surface of the ocean and then the idea is that it would make the water there become like frothy and become so much less dense than the other water around it that if a ship was in that area it would no longer be supported by the water and it could sink. Ooh, that's it almost weird. is like a sinkhole in the Yeah, ocean. like quicksand on the surface. Or like a sinkhole, yeah. That yeah. was you said it perfectly. So is that something that does exist and they just don't know if that's a possibility that it happened there or is that something that just yeah. in theory could happen in it's, the right conditions but they've kind never... of like something where the the idea that those methane gas deposits th- they do exist that's not really debatable people acknowledge that but the but idea I mean, these that farts have these yeah. happened or these recorded think, in other places i think maybe those farts are real too but the idea <laughs> that it could be so massive it would take down a ship i think okay, that's, that's the part that the... people are debating where they're like I don't know if if that's really real. That probably wouldn't actually happen. So so that's really it. Those are the explanations. Um, the now I just need to 
give some disclaimers that the U.S. Navy and the U.S. Coast Guard contend that there are no supernatural explanations for disasters at sea. They say everything can be explained by the combined forces of nature and human fallibility. Um, they they want us to know that the, the Navy does not keep any maps that delineate the Bermuda Triangle. They don't pay attention to it. It is not okay. a term that they use. They... Um, they don't recognize it as an official name, and they don't maintain an official file on that area. Because you know how people get all weird when they're like, oh, the government is keeping keeping notes about that thing. They're yeah. like, no, we're not. This is what they're saying to us. Yeah, well, that's, um, that's comforting. I mean, you hear these stories, and mm-hmm. of course, some of them are seemingly unexplained. Um, what were the numbers again at the very beginning, you said, of how many planes and boats have was, gone down it was more than 50 boats and more than 20 planes i saw what it was like 25 or something right planes. okay mm-hmm. so let's call it 80 accidents that have happened within this triangle mm-hmm. but how many hundreds and thousands go through that triangle every single day that's the main point and i think that's what the navy said too is that based on the amount of traffic and just you know general accidents in the world this it's no more uncommon for this kind of thing to occur in that area than any other place in the world right so that's their stance they're sticking to it and also that's true it seems i mean i saw that in many places and i think that is true that it's not out of the ordinary the amount of bizarre incidents in the Bermuda Triangle. It's very interesting, though. This is something that I've always kind of known about, heard about. I I kind of remember reading a little, not a book about it when I was a kid, but I, I remember in school we had this, like, it was always like a series of books that were almost like, cons- not conspiracy type things, but uh, paranormal type things. Like, mm-hmm. I, the only two, I, and there were probably... I don't know, five or six of them, Uh, you know, little like 30 page books with pictures. Um, There were probably five or six. And the only two I remember were uh, the Bermuda Triangle and spontaneous combustion, you know, where people can just catch Uh fire. And then the other four or three were things that kind of fit in like that, you know, not like Mm -hmm. crazy, weird uh, conspiracy, like crop circles was probably one of them, that sort of thing. And I remember reading this book and being really... I, I don't know. I've always been fascinated by those sorts of things. Yeah. Um, but I've never... This is by far the most I've ever heard or yeah. learned about it. So this is cool. I think, like I said before, I think that, yeah, it, it sounds like it makes sense. It's environmental factors. It's like humans that messed up. It it, it can be explained away and nothing crazy is going on. Sure. I I do just always enjoy human creativity i think even though it sounds like that guy was probably just exploiting this these stories to like make a buck and make a name for himself i still think it's just fun it gives people stuff to think about and talk about and be fascinated by and then my final takeaway was some of these explanations are as crazy as the conspiracy theories like the if the real answer is rogue waves and giant methane farts from the ocean like 
that's just as wild as anything yeah, to me. Yeah, seriously. It's like, I'm kind of more afraid of that rogue wave <laughs> yeah, than I am of... Of any the, aliens. Like, that would be chill. Getting sucked into a continuum or something. Yeah, yeah. So, so I feel like even, even though it's like, oh, debunked, it's none of that. It's like, yeah, but it's still wild out there. Like, there's still massive hurricanes and violent storms coming out of nowhere and gigantic waves you've never seen before. Like, it, it still is a, a fascinating thing, I think, was, was my thought. But wait, let's talk about this. Mm-hmm. You have flown through the Bermuda Triangle. I, I don't think I have. Well, you've at least touched the corner of it, right? I mean, if you flew... Well, Bermuda's I flew tiny, from New right? York, though, so... Right, so you didn't fly through the long part of it, but even... Yeah, I don't know. I in my mind's eye at least, landing in Bermuda at least gets you to one point, one yeah, corner of the gets Bermuda Triangle. Quite close, yeah. Now and did it you was experience fine. anything paranormal? No. Be honest. It didn't. Actually oh my gosh. I think I had an ear infection after that flight. See? Yeah. Unexplained ear that. infection, right? Un- totally unexplained. I have also gotten an ear infection in the Caribbean. <laughs> oh my god. Something is going on here. <laughs> wow. Yes. Well, that's... That hey, equals data. It These opened two examples. a whole new aspect of this What's mystery. it like there in Bermuda? Bermuda? We should do an episode about Bermuda because what the heck is Bermuda? It, it was really, It was very Doesn't beautiful. everyone have like Australian accents or something? I don't believe so. They have an accent though, right? I think they may, may have British accents and because is it that, was a British colony. That's not an American no, land I think in any way, right? it's still British. I think so too. Oh, so they probably have British accents. Yeah, then. yeah. And they wear shorts. Am I correct? Yeah, I think they like shorts. Yes, I think we found shorts I have heard there. This. Bermuda shorts. Yeah, yeah, it's a great place. Let's. I mean, if anything, let's not give Bermuda a bad name by attributing it to this triangle. Oh, well, this so. has nothing to do with Bermuda, right? I agree. I agree. Yeah. yeah, but it's great. I say, I say, go forth and fly through it. It'll be fine. And if it's not, report back and tell us how it was. <laughs> Wait, maybe I've flown through. I gotta see a map of the, of the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, you. Wait, where have you gone? The Dominican Republic? Yeah, I wonder if that's going through. Oh, you through 100% it. went through it. Really? Yeah. And I ended up with that ear infection. Yeah. Why is no one talking about this? I don't know. I, let's write the next book called The Bermuda Triangle colon, The Home of Ear Infections. Okay, let's get to work on that right now. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at 30 Minute Expert Podcast, where you can see cool photos of all the things we talked about today. And send us suggestions for future episodes. Also, if you're a real-life expert on one of the topics we covered, write to us and let us know what we missed. You can email us at 30MinuteExpertPodcast, that's 30MinuteExpertPodcast at gmail.com. If it's something especially interesting, maybe we'll read it on the show. If you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe. And if you're really enjoying it, write a review. Thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Bye-bye. Bye.